Talking to people about dark matter and neutrinos can be funny. Surely you're joking. Hopefully, yes. What a wonderful universe. Welcome to Surely You're Joking. I am your host, Dr. Kevin Peter Hickerson. Today we are coming from the Hollywood Improv, the most popular club in the entire world. Uh, we are here with Griff, co-host Griff Pippen. Hey, Griff. Yes, good to be here. And Very today, excited. Uh, we have an amazing guest uh, who's a uh, has been in every single comedy every, movie, every like single. every it's an single exaggeration. Thing. Just let's let, for this is a science <laughs> podcast. Let's deal with fact. Can we do that? <laughs> All right. How about just I've approximately twenty four movies? All right, twenty four. Right. Scientifically <laughs> speaking, that's amazing. That's a number. Though. That's a that's number. Not every movie. That's a number. Yeah. Can All I right. name that's a movie amazing. that I'm not in? Gone with the Wind. Not oh, good Citizen Kane. Good the Godfather. Those watching, are just off the top of my head. This is so humbling watching a great man crush himself right now. Griff, and it's also me, crushing me, too. Right. Well, let me tell you something. I never knew your last name was Pippin until right now. Is that for real? That's Griff Pippin is my real name. Wow. I have I've, I talk not, about I like five minutes about it on stage. He says right. that all the time. No, it's but not it's my real, real legal name. Now, but look, we didn't get to your name. Yeah, go ahead. Wayne Fetterman. Correct. Yes. Legal, name. Name. Legal, legal name. Legal name. Legal name. <laughs> Great guy. It's not uh, like, amazing comedian. Yeah, it's not like Wayne Shenandoah. That would be the name of another Broadway show. But <laughs> <laughs> I did I like right what there. you did with that. Yeah, I yeah. like what you did there. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, uh, Wayne, you're... Uh, I guess Hamilton probably would have been better. <laughs> Wayne... <laughs> if I had a moment just to Wayne, think. Oklahoma. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, see what we're doing. So, Wayne and I met at the Improv, which is a great By place. By the way, can I sing a yeah. song from Pippin? 100%. Yeah, of course. 100%. Yeah. Why you would can. you not... Well, it's just they no, have... Uh, there's. It has the greatest... One of the greatest lyrics... And by greatest, I mean terrible lyrics. Like, <laughs> terrible, horrible lyrics. Okay, it's, huh. the opening number is called... Um, uh, join us. Da, da, da. I think... Join us. All right. I, <laughs> Magic To Do. Magic To Do is the name uh-huh. of the... Okay, and it goes... The melody is... Join us. Da, 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 join us. Da. Okay. This is the lyric. You ready for my vote for the maybe the worst lyric in Broadway <laughs> for a successful for show? Because it's successful. my last name. Ready for, for it? For a successful show from Pippin. <laughs> Join us. Leave your fields to flower. Okay, not bad. Join us. Leave your cheese to sour. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Why would I or anyone want to watch that music? I'm also from Oklahoma, so no. just com- oh, it's combination so weird. Is of the it worst just, musicals. Why but you don't the, like Oklahoma? It's so weird that like, I haven't seen somehow it. I know you should punch perfectly. me in the head, but I haven't seen it. Wait, I know. you've never seen the musical Oklahoma or Pippin or for Pippin. that matter? Have Neither. you seen any musicals? I was in a few in high school, but yeah, can you name one of them. <laughs> he hasn't seen and it, and then there were none. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything goes, and then then we're yeah. not. Yeah. So those were the two. Okay. Agatha Christie. Um. But I I like what you just did there with the musical and said it was the worst, but we made fun out of it. Oh, it's it's actually an interesting show, uh, Pippin. <laughs> but it's uh, <laughs> it not a great show. Not a great show. But it's uh, <sighs> it's interesting. The uh, 
Can we just right now frame this podcast for we, what just happened downstairs at the improv? Yes. Yeah, yes, we, we can. Go ahead. We can talk about real time action. Well, wasn't so much. Today, he's laughing right now because <laughs> he's like, "What the hell is going <laughs> on? Right like now? What is going on? The most weirdest podcast I've ever done." <laughs> That's what every guest says, and that's what we're going for. Uh, but you know what? It works. That's what I'm told it on works, the internet. Yeah, yeah the internet it says it works. So uh, we met uh, downstairs in the improv, not yeah. tonight, but many, many nights, months, yeah, 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 a long time ago. And uh, Owen, who normally would be with us, but he's decided to move to the East Coast for some reason. I don't know, something to do about sunshine Just and Just getting freedom. out of the business. He's like, I'm tired of the biz. No, you know what? He, Winner hits, he's coming back. Okay, good call. I hope okay, he's listening. that's not really what I meant about that. I meant tonight with you tonight. guys drinking. Tell me what I was... <laughs> Kevin and I may have had about six IPAs Yeah, right I see now. where you're going with. Yeah, yes. Normally, we do yep. this podcast at Caltech during possibly work hours, and I'm a <laughs> lot more sober than that. Now, this is my first... I've never heard this podcast before, so let me ask you this. Are we allowed to be talking about history stuff, or is it... We don't really. We have free reign to anything. It free all reign. sinks its way back to science, but we we have free reign to talk. Okay, what about. do you want to know about science and Wayne Fetterman? What do you need to know? That's well, what we were that's talking a, about earlier. We should get back when to we that. were drinking beers. At <laughs> now the you bar. have a connection to JPL. Can like you tell us about your connection mm-hmm. to JPL? Well, I've only been there once in my life. That's a strong connection. Right I there. did a show <laughs> in Palo Alto. Okay. A girl came up to me after the show. She said, "Would you like a private tour of JPL?" Mm. I thought I thought it was code word, but actually she was <laughs> saying <laughs> I thought it was a euphemism. Would you like a air quotes <laughs> private tour of JPL? <laughs> so, oh. so after I had said, "Yeah, of course." I was like, then she goes, "All right, I'll set it up." I was like, "Oh, oh, this is an actual tour of JPL." I'd never been. I'd never been. Um, went there, was fascinated, but the part of JPL I wanted to see was the first two letters. I mean, the first two letters aren't there. Who cares the about the lab? And the Nobody cares about labs. Yeah. yeah. No, the lab was interesting, <laughs> like the building, the little, the robotics and the cleanliness and all of that and the no dust and the, however they did that. But the, uh, and get and monitoring all those. Uh, information that's coming in from Australia. I found out we have a uh, listening post in Australia. Mm-hmm. Canberra, Where Australia. Else? Yeah. Ca- Canada? No, Canberra. Canberra. Was Canberra? the capital Australia. of Australia. Oh, Canberra. Yeah. Where else? Uh, Goldstone, United States. I forget what state. And uh, near Spain somewhere. Um, Barcelona? No, I think it's Madrid. Oh, Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, do we rent yeah, that part of land? The, do we rent that land? Or is that part of? Well, I think it's more like a swap. A, uh, it's not the land. It's uh It's the there's they're giant receivers. Yeah. It's part of the deep space network. And, so when uh, you so see those big dishes, yeah, it's these like that big dishes, yeah, like straight out of. I think they film some of them in in the movie Contact, for example. Mm-hmm. They show some. I of these, saw like, Contact. Like these giant uh, things that steer around and and uh, anyway the. Deep Space Network talks to all these various, uh, but it all that... comes through JPL, so you can actually mm-hmm. see it. I'm in. so right. yep. very fascinated into it. But it's like, please take me to two thirds of the name of your place, the Jet and the Propulsion. Like I'm really into that. <laughs> and guess really... what? And guess what they told me? 
They don't really do that anymore. They don't have no- <laughs> nothing to do with jet propulsion at JPL. Uh, Zero and, to do with jet propulsion at a place called JPL. Uh-huh. Jet Propulsion Laboratory. <laughs> and if you watch The Martian. Uh, Wait, pre- The Martian. The Martian. Yeah, oh, I saw it. Yeah, saw it. they mention why that's not true anymore. <laughs> and Because um, Matt Damon ruined science. No, not Matt Damon. It was, it's, eh, no. I love you. Uh, <laughs> I love you. Kind of what Matt Damon kind of ruined science. No, he did. No, he did. That wasn't it. But what happened is hydrazine was is, was uh, invented. Oh, this at is Delta. already good. Let's yeah. just. Take so, <laughs> I've been a, on many great, podcasts. I've never heard that word uh, said out loud. <laughs> sounds like something Thanks. someone Sound with like eczema say would have again. to put on when, their skin. When you're already in space, a great fuel is hydrazine because it can stay. A good jet fuel for a long time. It also cures eggs on aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it and it was invented at Caltech, but it was tested out of JPL. And one of the problems with it is that it's very, very toxic. It's a great jet fuel, but it's very toxic. No, and I'm talking very about- early on. JPL yeah. uh, did a lot of experiments in the JPL. So area. there was some JP at yeah, the there JPL. There definitely was in the beginning, but this um, is there was one some jet of, propulsion going on a little bit. And this is one of many things that um, got farmed that out. Got farmed, <laughs> farmed out of JPL. And it, there's actually uh, they, you know, they uh, contaminated a little bit of the area there. And uh, uh, by area, I mean like the Arroyo Seco mm-hmm. uh, area. And what's kind of fun is that's also where Toontown was supposed to be. In uh, Toontown? Toontown. Toontown. Yeah, in the movie uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is yeah. is a oh. long allegory for um, the Roy Seiko. Did not know that. Which got the 110 freeway put in, in it for that's the rest. Very informative right. podcast. So, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, I tried. I call, you call it the 110, I call it the 11 0. Like <laughs> there's no right or wrong. That's right? so gangster. That's it. the most gangster <laughs> right. shit I've ever heard. Like, I've right. been, there's people that live in Compton on the 110 that haven't called it right. that. Right. But there's also people. Our outs- listeners in Compton, they're going to start calling it that. There, but there's also <laughs> listeners outside of California going, but why are you saying the? <laughs> oh, I said that part too. Uh, of course, of course. They don't get it. They don't know what we live with. Yeah. Now, the eleven zero. What? Now, <laughs> when I was a kid, I found out it's slightly scientific that, as a rule, all the interstates, the even ones, go east west, odd north south. Mm-hmm. When did you yeah. learn that? I think it was around high school when I yeah, had to that's drive. when I got it. Yeah. What about you over there, Pippin? Now. <laughs> <laughs> Or I call it 2016. Again, there's no. (laughs) (laughs) He crushes on and off stage, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. I just saw you do your your recent, like your modern day uh, Johnny Carson jokes. That was so fun. Thank you. (laughs) I just love that because you just captured his style like perfectly, except they were about stuff that was, you know, couldn't have existed when he was doing (laughs) it. So good. Thank you. Thank you. How do you do that? Like, just capture a style? I like don't know. I it, don't really do impressions. So it's. It one. wasn't an impression, though. That wasn't the thing that made it. It was like. Okay, you don't have to st- attack me. That's all. I thought you were complimenting me. Every guest we have. Every time we get drunk at the improv and have random guests late <laughs> night at midnight, you always attack them. I'm tired of it, Kevin. What I mean is, when I think of like an impression, I mean like that you you capture this the uh, you know the voice and mannerisms of someone. This one was like the yeah. What was like? It? There's no good way. There's no. 
<laughs> this was <laughs> this is called in a corner with the paint around you. And you're like, I just have to wait for this to dry, I guess. <laughs> so when it. I when I was an undergrad, I worked at the uh, Caltech, um, the Submillimeter Observatory, <laughs> CSO called the CSO. There's an observatory in Mauna Kea, uh, in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and. I had the ability through the friends and family program to buy some stock in the initial public offering of a company called GoTo.com, which uh, later became Overture, which later became accredited within uh, being responsible for the uh, business model of Google. Wow. Wow. Okay, okay. Wow. Okay, you can watch this on uh, documentaries on the birth of the internet and that kind of crap. Uh, anyway, I really wanted in on this IPO because this was the 90s, the late 90s, and IPOs were almost a sure thing. But I had to work up at the top of this mountain. So I had to uh, talk to a broker. And this I, I mean, I was like 20 or 19, something like that at the time. So talking Jesus. to a broker was very difficult, yeah. but I really <laughs> wanted in on this IPO. And... Um, so we were headed up to the top, and the car broke down, and we had a satellite phone. And so I had to call my broker in New York to <laughs> arrange this purchase at to 19, make sure that right? yeah, to make I sure that you were doing at nineteen, happened. but I wasn't doing that. And so I had a friend of mine. I have this photo somewhere. I should post this photo if I ever find it. But it was like a photo of me on the. I, I was like, you have to photograph this because this is a big deal. That is like, pretty and good. So there's a photo of me like. We're on the side of this, and I, I don't know if you've ever seen fo- uh, pictures of Mauna Kea, but it, like, it looks like Mars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't look like Earth. It looks like <laughs> Mars. It's like this weird volcanic well, Once you landscape. said it looked like Mars, I knew it didn't look like Earth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a good point. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess what? Didn't look like the sun. <laughs> 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 right? Yeah. Probably didn't yeah, look like the sun absolutely. either. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else it didn't look like? We want to just list it? <laughs> didn't. Ice cream. Didn't look oh. like oh. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm laughing with you. So wait a minute. You. Did you? I'm laughing So with did you. you buy the IPO? I did. And how many I made like $5,000. Something like that. I have other questions. Yeah. How many stocks? Did you buy? Share. Did you share? Well, share. that was the problem is I was just uh, limited by. Your income as a 19-year-old. I was limited by my income. I don't know. You could be a you could be a trust kid, trust fund kid. Yeah, I was I was definitely limited by that, but I was also limited by uh, mm-hmm. the amount that I was allowed to get through the it, friends and family program. Oh, uh, so I that see. That was the main sense. thing. Oh, yep. If you had a cute few and what IPAs. was the difference between the friends and family price and somebody who wasn't connected, wasn't a friend or a family? Well, so this was a big thing that led to the stock market crash of 2000 <laughs> or 99. Literally a picture of you on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> 19 year old kid holding an IPA going, do it! <laughs> I didn't have an IPA. You're, you're totally mixing things up. I know. There. Because so, I was 19, if you're following, that would have been totally illegal. Uh, if there's anyone I know. By the way, just so you know, just to give you a little generational thing, when I was 19, it was legal to drink. Really? Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm. I feel like I hit a sweet spot for all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Because it's too awesome. young, like my older, like too young for the draft. Are you? Did you register for the draft? Yeah, I did. Did you yeah. register, Pippin? Nope. No. No. Why? I thought you had to. <laughs> I had to. I don't know. No, I didn't. Wow, that's interesting. Because I never registered for the draft, and at eighteen, 
drinking legal across the country. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm sorry. And those were back in the days where if you got a DUI, it was a slap in the wrist, too. Uh, That's a different era. Yeah, it was a different. We were very cavalier about drunk driving. I can say it. It was very weird. Yeah, you get a a BWBB. Boys will be boys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it's very very sexist. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, is that the end of this story? You made $5,000. I made like $5,000. Even our guest is like, did you even answer? Did you even answer my question? What was the, the gap between your friends and family and what? It was like enough made? to make money. I think it was like a two to one gap. Two to one. Okay. Yeah, and this was a huge part of what drove the stock market crash of two thousand was that IPO. The difference between those prices, the mm-hmm. the the price that people could who could get money before or get stock before and after the IPO grew and grew and grew, and then when it got really huge. Suddenly, the stock market crashed. So it was like a great indicator of causing the stock market crash. And that was the crash in 2000. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. That was the, we called that the dot. The dot. Dot bomb. bomb. Dot bomb. Dot bomb. The dot bomb. bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to have my lawyers look over this podcast. That's right. Make sure you you, you, Yeah. (laughs) Now, you went to the JPL and I loved it. You have, you have a, I I bought the hat actually. You're you're interested in science. What is your favorite field of science if you had to pick one? What, you know, what interests you? Like, well, I like scientific analysis, I like testing, having that. The results, somebody else looking at it, the double blind. I love that, like, the whole process. process of scientific discovery I'm very much into. And as someone who was, you know, lived in this era of just miraculous scientific ex- an explosion. I mean, not as much as my grandmother, who was born before there was flight, and then <laughs> lived right. to see a man land on the moon. That's just, just mind-blowing. Yeah, think about that. But still, from what, you know, from transistors to, you know, micro, the whole thing. Like, I just, I just love it. I, lo- I uh, so, what's my favorite? I don't know. I guess. Well, uh, it's your favorite thing about science is the whole process of it. I, I like the logic of it. I really like the logic of it. Like, something has to be proven. And then someone later on can prove that completely wrong. And then. Isn't there some excitement in connection to that in comedy? There's this process almost of having to, uh, you come to this idea in your head that I think this is funny, but I have to go through this process of proving it's funny to the general public. Ah, that's interesting. Isn't there an excitement? Just to me, I'm with friends and I, I see something like, I just recently went wine tasting in Temecula and I saw a drunk mom and I thought to myself, <laughs> God, moms just getting drunk who haven't been out of the house is so funny. But I have to go in this process to prove to the general public and the average audience that, and get them an agreement that that's funny too. And there's a process of having to do trial and error and prove that. Yeah, I guess there is. A, there's of course, a, there's, there's a, trial a formula and a scientific method that you can essentially apply to comedy too. I mean, you can. But be, do you, Griff? I mean, I, I mean, I, I agree that there I is. I would, I would like you? to, I would like to put more effort into that kind of process and i feel like but i also feel like with and maybe it is true with science as well that there is a more of an artistic creative spark that comes with uh, something we do artistically where there really isn't a definitive oh 
the Louis C.K. is funnier than Maria Bamford, or Maria Bamford is funnier than, you know, Sarah Silverman. I only c- compare women. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, what I, I mean, it, it's so, I feel like art and comedy and music and all of this stuff is way more subjective. And I think that's what I like about science is kind of the objectivity, of course, we all know. I mean, even in like, Political discussions, I find, like, I don't know if you, the global warming debate, I feel like, is divided politically. Vaccinations divided politically. Let me give you another one. The wage gap. Do you know about the wage gap between men and women? Like, scientifically, mm-hmm. when you really break it down, there isn't that much. But if you... Depending on I mean, how I, you state yes, yes, yeah, yes, Depending yes, on how you state the statistics. Yes, yeah. yes. Once a day, I hear a guy going, well, we pay for everything, so it's fair. Oh, I hear that on. once a day, every day. <laughs> well, and, and even in, uh, you know, with global warming, a lot of people bring up, uh, like, the consensus. We've talked about that a lot right. in this podcast. Oh, you have. But yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm not trying to make a, a non-consensus argument or something, but the point is, like, the way that's communicated, what even consensus means, Go- changes a lot depending on who's making the comment or what they're commenting or about. Or specifically what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And because also- a lot of times, you know, scientific results are not as simple as, oh, we all had a vote, and then we all decided, you know, but like isn't 87% that the- of us decided this was correct, but that's not even... That's not science, right? Yeah, that's not like a way that people can have things, because there's a whole complex set of, of principles and statements and, and facts that people can agree on or, or they feel is a, is a powerful um, argument. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, this is what I'm into, the nuance. And I know, yeah. hopefully your listeners are. They absolutely are. Because yeah. I am, yeah. So there I'm are listeners that are all about the nuances of science, for sure. I love That's it. a big theme of this uh, podcast. That's, I mean, sure. that's everything in modern science. Yeah, but who was the guy that first said that like, the world was round and he got put in jail? Who was that dude? Uh, I don't know. Was it Galileo or something? No, Galileo. No, they knew the earth was round. talking about... It wasn't like a guy the church threw in jail because he kept saying. Oh, the there world. are lots of people, but uh, yeah, Not Galileo. Martin Luther. Galileo uh, got in trouble for. What did uh, he get in trouble for? For saying that the, basically repeating how the solar system worked. Yeah, how the solar for for basically endorsing Copernicus's view of the the, the sun being the center of the solar system. Oh, well, planetary. Okay. And, he and in particular, the, the thing that really convinced him is that uh, and anyone can do that. That's the best part I love about this story. Anyone with uh, binoculars or a very small telescope can do this because that's what he had, a very tiny telescope. You can go and look at Jupiter, and you see these four moons called the Galilean moons, and you can watch them over the period of just a couple of days, and they go around Jupiter. And it's like you can't have better evidence that they are not going around the Earth. Then because you right. just <laughs> you just look up and you see them you know, like like your eye you can only see Jupiter as a dot but it's, it you, it takes like the smallest telescope to see the four Galilean moons Jupiter of Do course has Do they have has, a name for those each of those moons? Yeah, there's Europa, Io, um, Ganymede and Ah, Griff, you know the mm, We're gonna go with Griff. Yeah, the last one is Griff. <laughs> no, no, I was saying Griff. Do, does Griff know? No. Do you? Griff's like Jupiter's not a car. That's what Griff's thinking. Griff. That's cute. 
That's you. cute. That was a Saturn joke. That was a that was a real <laughs> that was a real stab at Saturn as a company. And anyone, any people who drive Saturns or work you, for Saturn, I, I want to apologize I'm, on I'm, behalf of Kevin and also our sponsors, <laughs> uh, Saturn, who's also one of our sponsors. I want to apologize for that. I don't joke. even know who makes the Saturn. Nobody I, anymore. Nobody anymore. <laughs> you drive a Saturn. And even Saturn. if they do, they don't want you to know. No, they do. Very sorry. I have a friend who's a comic, and he drives a Saturn. Really? He's, you have a comic his, friend? That's yeah, so weird. five he's minutes on how this Saturn is just gets, he, just drives women away. <laughs> and he talks to you. Yeah, that's right. He's also an attorney. <laughs> but, okay, let me say this. Speaking of the solar system, which is, I believe, in science, I do feel... That the greatest thing humanity has ever done technologically is put that man on the moon. Mm -hmm. Put a man on the moon. Kevin, can you? And I'm going to say this, not the most difficult thing. It's not the most difficult thing humanity's done. Mm -hmm. But I I believe it is the greatest achievement. What do you think of that? Yeah. My my grandfather worked on that. Oh, what? Yeah, I got to (laughs) agree. It's it's the coolest thing. It's the coolest, but yeah. it's not the most impressive thing. No, it. <laughs> what? That's not what I'm no. saying at all. Okay. This is what happens when you have been drinking a lot of IPOs. <laughs> uh, okay, round two. No, I do think it is the most impressive. I think it's the most impressive and the coolest. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of landing on the moon. Okay, and I'm. Can you I, name the twelve men that have walked? I'm on the moon? a huge fan of Buzz ah. Aldrin pissing on the moon. Yeah, uh, we can't. I mean, I can't. I can name maybe three. Okay, can you name the first guy to drive on the moon? Because I can. Uh, no, I'm gonna guess Buzz, but I, don't I know. hate it. No, it's not Buzz. Definitely it's not, not Buzz. buzz. Um, and I know you guys are slightly. He just punned his way. You know why this is extra (laughs) bad? You want to know why this is extra bad? I just watched Rocket Men on Netflix, which is a great documentary. About the song Uh, that Elton John did? No, no, it's about the space race. (laughs) And it literally, it literally names the person, the answer to your question. The whole documentary. And I watched it three days ago, except I was also drinking beer at the time. (laughs) Okay. Before I tell you the name of the first guy to ever drive there's a on the theme moon, here. Uh, yeah, I th- can we talk about? <laughs> there's a theme here to this podcast. Maybe Mr. Pippin would like to take this, but it's obviously you have a problem. A theme here. Now, what 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 is inside that's hurting so much that you need to constantly medicate yourself? Waking up God. and being a nuclear physicist God, is probably would, the answer. If I had to answer that, that would require like three other podcasts. Okay. Right. You have three kids. Your nuclear physicist is trying to be a comic. If that's not <laughs> enough to make someone drink, I don't know what is. <laughs> All right. I believe the guy's name is David Scott. Does that ring a bell? Yes, it does. Yeah. Bingo. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I've met him. He's the only one I've ever. T- that's awesome. I have a picture with him. I've touched him. I literally had to shake his hand and like put my hand on. Like, he was on the moon. There's only mm-hmm. 12 in the history of humanity. That's a special I moment. That's a pretty small subset. That's a special moment that I, I would like to say that secedes any entertainment moment you might have in a oh, way. Oh, you're saying, does that compare to like the biggest celebrity I've met? In a way, it's cooler. I've met a president. Mm, that's different. No, I, but there's 44 of those, right? Yeah. 
But, I, yeah, I don't want to be a dick, but, but I, how many cool do you know? Celebrity. How many do you know? How many? I don't want to be a dick, but we talked about this in the last episode, oh, so no. I have to. But I have met um, Neil Armstrong, and I shook his hand. Oh, the so. first guy. That's yeah. the best. That's the so, best. Yeah. And I gotta say, do you have a picture with him? Yes. Oh, and I have a picture of me, and I can't find it because it was <laughs> the film era. It's not that important or anything. No, no, no. It's in. I have it somewhere, but I haven't been able to find it. And, Bugs the crap out of you. But what's great about the photo is I'm like shoving Michelle Nichols out of the way. She's <laughs> trying to shake his hand. I'm like, nah. What if I don't know There's, who that is? Oh, Michelle Nichols played uh, Uhura on oh, the original Oh, that's who I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. That's exactly who I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, because she was also trying to be, because he's right. a very shy guy. And so right. he, uh, um, he didn't Now, do you think he made a mistake when he said this thing on the on the news? Or I mean, he said his... Uh, Comment over the broadcast about uh, one the, small step for man, or do you versus think versus a man? Yes, do you um, think it was just a broadcast? Glitch? You know, I've listened to it so many times, and I'm and since he's brought that up, that that's what was supposed to. No, I don't. I don't think that was it. I loved it. I think he just fucked it up. I mean, I you how think many, he effed it up? Okay. Yeah. No, we can say that on here. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Just, I'm too. trying to just answer webs. Yeah. In fact, uh, fun story, we're banned at JPL because, because of the explicit rating. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but if we wanted to go there, we could. And people can get on their phones, so that's yeah. right. So well, even guests from JPL can. But you you, you definitely I think he messed it up. I mean, how many times uh, Come on. You've been do, you've been doing comedy for so long. You must mess up jokes occasionally. Of course, right? all the yeah. time. But I'm just, I'm just I this ha- is I, a little bigger than a dude just doing a night show. Okay, but he's also on the moon, you know. So there's like it's amazing. I think what's going through his head is like I better you know not I better say this right. More like holy shit, I'm about to walk on the moon. Yeah, <laughs> like that's I, gonna yeah, be kind of like uh, bigger I, on his head. I've showcased before and been nervous, but it's like uh yeah. And you don't want to get a couple shots at that. You yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Do you think he had any IPAs before he stepped on the moon? <laughs> no. <laughs> they didn't have beer. Okay, here's a trivia question for you. And I don't know the answer, but I think I know the answer. Okay. What was the official watch of NASA? Oh, good one. I don't think I'm a, I'm not gonna guess Breitling and I'm not gonna guess uh, It's not Rolex. It's not uh, uh Seiko. It wasn't Breitling, Seiko? it was Seiko. <clears throat> I don't know. That's a good question. That's for our audience. That's for our audience. Wait, but you I said knew. you knew the answer. No, I said I don't think I knew. The I don't answer. think it's going to be Breitling, but I, I also uh, say so. Just tweet that, at, uh, tweet that at hashtag SYJ. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and guess Seiko because they do so many chronographs for uh, jet pilots. Uh, but that's just a, a horrible educated guess. Is Seiko? Is that Swiss or? Japanese, Japanese, actually, yeah, Japanese. I don't, th- I I don't think, think back in the 60s, I don't think they were. You don't think it's, big thing. you don't think no. it's Swiss? No, I think it is Swiss. Okay, I yeah. I don't so think it's it might be like a Breitling or a. Oh, it might be a. Uh, now James Bond used to wear an Omega. I don't oh, think it's Omega. Right. I don't. It's you definitely know, not a Rolex. Omega does a lot of like uh, digital. Timing stuff too, like a scientific it's, equipment. It's gonna be so they might. Digital. I think that's my guess is that it's Swiss and a that digital. it's not. Yeah, this is before. It's digital. not one of these prestigious brands that we all. No, know. it is. It is. But I. This is a terrible question. Hmm. I thought you guys were gonna <laughs> nail it right away, and then no. I go, yeah. I mean, that's a good question. Yeah, it is a good question. Thank you. I don't even host. I just no. I'm a guest. I'm asking good questions. 
So anyway, I remember the first science class I took, which was called Introduction to Physical Science. Awesome. That's yeah. my favorite kind. Do you know that? Physical science? Yeah, I'm a physicist. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> so I remember the teacher the dipping his hand in something and lighting it on fire. Mm-hmm. And then he was taught us that that, you know, that the liquid was protecting his hand. That was great. I learned about the Bunsen burner. Did you ever have, are you guys, did they have that when you went to school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was they, Bunsen? Uh, scientist. Edward okay, Bunsen. Okay, don't. You're just making that up. I totally made that up. But it just feels like it should be Edward. Edward Bunsen. <laughs> well, you guys I, talk, I'm going to Google it. Don't. Oh, I don't like. Uh, uh, no, uh, don't. Oh, I like that. You're like, I don't like. Uh, I don't like. It's a thing. I don't it's a thing with me. Want. I don't like when people. We're not doing it now. We use our brains. I'll do it later. We can be wrong. We can, we're human beings. <laughs> Embrace it. Embrace uh, it. Yeah. Anyone could look up stuff and read it off the internet. True, and right. that could be their podcast. Very true. We're Very human, true. right? <laughs> ruining the podcast right now. Uh, yeah. So no one knows Bunsen's first name, even though we've all used Bunsen burners. I want to say it's. <laughs> It's, it, I would love it to be Bill. I love I how serious your face is. I'd love it to be Bill Bunsen, but I don't think it is. Billy Bunsen? I don't think it's Billy, Billy Bunsen. Bunsen. <laughs> it's like a shortstop for the oh, Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. And next up <laughs> by Billy Bunsen. Billy Bunsen. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bunsen. He's running 248. Yeah, I, I, this is what I liked about the Bunsen burner, was the uh, carburetor part of it. Where you could make it a yellow flame, or uh, which to me is what I loved, because it's visually very fun, billowy, mm-hmm. or the hotter blue. Mm-hmm. The hotter it's blue. almost rocket engine esque. Tell me why. That's a word. Well, because it's like directed and high temperature and burning up. Okay, I thought that was, I was going to get a better answer. Yeah, we thought we were going to get a punchline. I thought we were going to get something. No, I didn't even think I was going to get a punchline. It's kind of like watching his act. You're waiting for a punchline for 10 minutes, and you don't get one. <laughs> but you walk out knowing more about combustion. Yeah, exactly. I took, I took that. Nice. I took chemistry. That's a science, right? Mm-hmm. That's where I use Bunsen burners. That's funny. You didn't use that in... In both. In both. In, in introduction both, yeah. to physical science and in chemistry. Mm-hmm. I'm moving into the garage. I'm not getting kicked out of the house or anything like that, but my, my kids <laughs> Probably are... Probably, though. <laughs> my, kids, my kids want... Uh, they need more space. They don't want it, but they need more space. And so I'm going to set up my... kids need more space. <laughs> That's what your wife, Susan, said. <laughs> So uh, so we're converting the garage to be a little bit more livable. And mm-hmm. while we're doing it, I've always wanted like a lab as part of my office. And so my office right now is just office, but I want it to be like lab slash office. And that was one of the things I wanted. It was like, can we install Bunston burner? Just little, you know, little In nozzles the where they oh, used to go. You know what I'm thinking of now also? Uh-huh. I what? think no. I had a chemistry set when I was a kid. And those are like completely illegal just, now. What? Yeah. you Kids can't have... They're not allowed because there was a number yeah, of levels now, of them. Yeah. Now, like back in the day, it'd be like, oh, you can make a salt or you can like make you yeah. mix two react things and oh, have we a had test tubes and everything. Beakers. Now, now it'll be like this makes something green and this makes it salty. Like those it literally will be like green Got food it. dye and uh, like table salt. Right. I Let mean, me they, do they still make 
something called an erector set. Does that still exist? The, not really. Because that's physical. That, right? well, I love. I had those as a kid. Did you have the kind with the motors? Yeah, and oh. I loved it. But they don't. Do you know what we're talking about? Greg? I don't think they. Pre Lego. I'm pre Lego. There weren't when I had my childhood. I had none of it. Erector. You had. Uh, Ruben Goldstein. What now? No. Now they might have. What was that? What, I forget what the name. Rube was. Goldberg. Thank you. We had a guest who did a music video for a good mm-hmm. band and a whole music okay video. Oh, yeah, I've uh, seen that. The yeah, one yeah. take? Yeah. What yep. was it? Yep. What was uh, it okay, thing? goes. Uh, this too shall pass. Yeah, that was guest, it. Wow. And the guest we had was... One of the uh, engineers on that. And yet couldn't remember yeah. David Scott's name. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, well, I've met them. <laughs> I've met <laughs> them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've seen that video. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, there was a game Press. when I was a kid called Mousetrap that was sort of the very lame version of that. Do you know what Mousetrap is? Yeah, uh-huh. oh, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That and was a game that basically you set up, and it was like no one played the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were just like, all right, let's do the thing with them. And and how long did it take our guest to create that music video? A month or was it three months? Well, he didn't do it on his own. No, but I'm talking about the whole crew of. No, uh, I think they spent about two months on it. But two the, months on that to actually one. to like actually do and carry it out. Um, they make that. It's a, a couple. It had days. to be one take, correct? Eh. Oh, no, there was. Oh, for anyone listening, there was. I would love that it was. There yeah. was editing. It was involved. mostly one take, but there was <laughs> editing still. Involved, still so. remarkable yeah. the result. Well, this was a lot of fun. Again, I am into the moon. I am yep. into love us landing moon. on the moon. I am into jet propulsion in a big way. I love rockets. I, I've been to Cape Canaveral. We're now called Cape Kennedy. Is it? They changed it. Gosh. I think it's called Cape God, Kennedy. I hate Florida. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm from Florida. Do you know that I'm from Florida? <laughs> Where did uh, you do your research, Griff? I just Griff? killed two birds with one stone there. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all right. I got out of Florida pretty quickly. But when I saw that Saturn, is it Saturn V? Is that mm-hmm. the name of the rocket that yeah. sent the Gemini guys up there? Not the Gemini guys, but yeah, the Apollo guys. The Apollo guys up yeah. there. And I saw like the capsule compared to how much, how big that thing was just for fuel. Mm-hmm. It, Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Do you know about the SLS? I'm very excited about that. The space launch system. It's going to be the the only rocket bigger than the Saturn V. It's going to launch in 2018. Mm -hmm. And not getting a lot of press, but it's... uh, Is it a NASA thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a SpaceX thing. It's not SpaceX. SpaceX is competing with it, but they're trailing behind, I think. And what is it going to send up? Uh, well, it's NASA's plan to send people to Mars eventually. It uh, sends up their Ryan capsule. Do you think capsule. that's a good idea? I think it's a great idea. Absolutely. How does yeah. your average Joe benefit from that? Um, we're we or Josephina. Talk about or it. Josephina. Let's, or Josephina. Let's open it <laughs> up. Or, average Josephina. or it could be a woman named Joe. I don't want to. Jose. How does Jose benefit from this? No, no, no. Well, they get to live and their children get to live. How long does it take to get there? So, How long does it take to get 20 there? 20 years? Uh no to Mars yeah how long uh if, well right now it if looks you're doing like, the speed limit a man <laughs> worst case right now it looks like it's gonna take eighteen months but we're probably gonna make it faster than that by the time that we're ready to go which will right. be around twenty twenty when I said twenty years I mean like eighteen months what, what year twenty twenty five something like that uh huh um there's there's ways to speed it up but we 
we don't really know. It, it basically breaks down to, you, you is it easier to build a better rocket that can get you there faster, or is it easier to save the astronauts from the problems that occur by being in space so long? Right. So it's a race between medical science and physical science. And we so the reason that it's not clear which way we'll go is because they're both progressing pretty damn fast. So no que- no yeah. question. So do you know what a rational optimist is? Um, oh God, that, uh, if that's I know it's late in the podcast. I, would, I know uh, we're fifty wow. minutes in. If I, I didn't have a few IPAs, <laughs> that wouldn't blow my mind right now. I, I please elaborate on that. That's what I am, kind of like politically and sociologically in life. I'm a rational optimist. What's the difference between that and a realist? Well. I think a rational optimist is a little more aware of the absolutely explosion of knowledge, technological advances, uh, the betterment of society as a whole, than just a realist who might look at a smaller portion of the pie. So I think things are always getting better, and I base this totally scientifically on just looking back 50 years or 100 years or 200 years. You believe in the future being great, but you also understand that things can go wrong. Of course. Always. There's no question there's a chance things could go horribly well. But just based on what I've lived through and what I've seen, I couldn't be more optimistic about the future based on very rational scientific evidence. For example, just like... I remember there was something a few years ago called peak oil. Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Yeah, this was a thing. We're running out of oil. There's only so much in the ground. And guess what? We're literally awash in oil. We're like in a... Yeah. Yeah. And we're discovering more oil. Why? Why is that? I don't know why I'm asking you, Griff, but why? Why are we... Well, that's... The because of technology, because we have we can drill sideways. That doesn't we mean can, there's necessarily more oil out there no, because no, of technology. No more oil available for us to burn. I'm we not can saying now that, access more oil. That's what I meant. That's yeah. what I meant. Okay, that's different. But yeah, I agree with you. All right. So I sorry I got serious there. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this podcast gets so serious so often. Sorry, this has been a very Believe it or not, a very lighthearted. I mean, it gets serious really? sometimes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, so that's it. So that's my that's my connection to science. Thank you for having me. Thank you this, for being guys. on here, Wayne. Guys, that was awesome. Thank you very Yay. much, Wayne Fetterman. Wayne Solid Fetterman. hour. Uh, do you do you have any shows that you want to plug or anything oh. on uh, uh, movies I or shows? Do, I do have a movie that I'm in that's coming out called The House with Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler. Awesome. Ne- never heard of oh. either one right? of them. <laughs> right. When never. is that coming Have out? Have you heard, heard of you've uh, heard of a house? Uh, I've heard of no, houses. But I've never <laughs> seen Parks or Rex. <laughs> uh, when does that when does that come that out? It comes out in two oh one seven. There we go. Callbacks to the beginning of the episode where we are calling this whole thing back. So I'm gonna be in that movie. I'm also have like this little recurring role on a a show called Life in Pieces on CBS and then just you can go to my website or Twitter. Did you, do you guys? Yes, please give me your Twitter handle. We sure. use Twitter a lot. Yes, yeah. we do. Do you have to say the at or no? Does that? Uh, is that it's bu- up to you. Last minute choice. You can and, uh, drop tell me. It, does it, it feel like it's like oh? He's we the- always say. I always say at. But you know. What about you, Pippin? I always say at. Okay. At Fetterman. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Oh my god, that's great. All right, thank you so much for being Bam. here. Bam. Later, guys. Yeah. Thank you.